let me tell you quickly about our spotlight sponsor we welcome back to the program omaha steaks i am a carnivore i have vegans in my house but i had a big slab of ribs last night uh the people that know what it takes to have great meats omaha steaks you want a great steak Omaha Steak. Right now, you can get a gourmet assortment of bestsellers. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the promo code BLAZE into the search bar uh, for this week. Omaha Steaks is going to add two pounds of premium ground uh, ground beef free with your order and free shipping. The Butcher's Bestseller Package is my favorite. It includes the bacon wrap filet mignon, the smoky sweet bacon, tender tender filet mignon you can cut it with a fork again go today when you order today uh get two pounds of premium ground beef uh at omahasteaks.com promo code blaze I told you in 2015 that I thought 2016, the summer, would be the summer of rage. I was wrong only about the date. I said it was 2016. It is 2020. And we're now full-fledged into it. We've had a summer of rage. Now the violence has begun. The shootings, the calls for violence, uh, the... The kidnappers that tried to kidnap and kill the uh, governor of Michigan, they all have one thing in common. And we begin there. Also, Amy Coney Barrett, she's uh, about to have her opening comments. We will cover those live as the program begins in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Look, if you're suffering from pain on a regular basis, wouldn't it, isn't it worth getting rid of that pain, trying everything you can? Wouldn't you love to be able to get up in the middle of the or, or in the morning and have not gotten up or woken up because of your pain in the middle of the night? It's like a freight train going by when you're in pain. Are you willing to spend $20 to find out if something might work? $20 to see in three weeks, if this works, 70% of the people who spend that $20 go on to order more month after month because it works for them. Whenever I stop taking a relief factor, my pain comes back like a freight train. It works for me. It works for hundreds, if not thousands. I've met literally hundreds of people that have tried it. My wife's best friend just said over the weekend, I'm on it. I'm trying it. And I feel better than I have felt in years. I feel the same way. Relief factor. Not a drug. Developed by doctors. 70% of the people order more because it works. Relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384 and get your life back. Relieffactor.com. 800-500-8384. So yesterday, there was a, a shooter, uh, and there was a shooter in uh, Denver. 
And at first, the police said, we can't confirm any of the affiliations. Uh, it just started as a, a verbal assault. Uh, and uh, it, it started at a, at a Patriot prayer rally. And this guy was a security guard. And he was a security guard for Channel 9. Well, uh, I don't know why there hasn't been any video release. Channel 9, the photographer was there. I don't know why we don't have any video. We do have pictures. Uh, but my guess is we don't have any video because it doesn't fit the narrative. It was at a Patriot rally uh, to pray and pray for Donald Trump, support Donald Trump. They have the shooter now in custody, and he has been charged with first-degree murder. That's good news. Now, who is he? Well, he was identified because he had a Space Invaders tattoo on his wrist, uh, which is apparently associated with Rosa Antifa Wine, W-I-E-N. And according to Big League Politics, he has uh, uh, expressed support for BLM in Denver recently. And according to his own writings, he appears to be a left-wing Bernie Sanders supporter. Um, he has posted things, ran into a Trump supporter with a Trump button on their shirt. I told them that I like their racist button. They had nothing to say. I'm not voting for either of them. I'm voting for Sanders. Okay, so that's that's who he is. Uh, By the way, he's not a licensed security guard. He was contracted through Pinkerton by Nine News, but he was not licensed to be a security guard in Colorado. We don't know why Pinkerton. It's odd that Pinkerton would do that. But now he's been charged uh, and he is in the Denver jail system. He was booked again on first degree murder. He owns a farm and is affiliated with some sort of music business. We're not really sure. Uh, And they, again, like I said, identified him from his tattoo. Now, here's some interesting things. He has liked and shared content uh, with Bernie Sanders and the Young Turks host, Sank Uyghur. Sank is uh, a guy from Young Turks, started Young Turks. He is an angry, bitter, uh, and I think uh, dangerous kind of guy. But I don't want to silence Sank. I'm smart enough not to watch it. I'm smart enough to see exactly what he is. Young Turks, all you have to do is look on Wikipedia, and of course, Wikipedia is always your best route to go for factual information. But just look at the history of Young Turks. What is the Young Turks? Once you find that, you'll know everything you need to know about Sank. So this guy was a big fan of Sank, uh, and he's also um, uh, really not a fan of Donald Trump. Uh, or anybody on the right. Hmm. Okay. Now he's also something else. He is also a guy who has threatened my life. Uh, he wrote to me, you're telling people to risk their ass. This is when I said, I and others my age, if it means that we save the country, And we look at this as our service to our country to keep the doors open on our economy. 
there are there is me and I'm sure millions of others my age. This was at the beginning of covid that would go in and sacrifice to do what we have to do, just like those firefighters in the former Soviet Union that were forced. Many of them did it voluntarily because they knew what it meant. Save the nation, save people's lives. Uh, I don't know about you, but if we could have kept the doors open on everything, it would have been good. You know why? Because more people wouldn't die from cancer because they didn't get treated. More people uh, wouldn't die from depression because they couldn't go out. The economy wouldn't be where it is today. So I said that at the beginning and he didn't like it. And he wrote to me, you're you're telling people to risk their ask. Why don't you uh, why don't we see you risking yours? Why don't you do a live show and a meet and greet? My security detail thought that was a threat, and we take all threats seriously. So this is not a right-wing guy. The reason why I mentioned that is because uh, Whitmer and others, and I will show it to you, are saying that all the violence is going to be caused by the the right wing. In fact, they're doing new polls now that show that Republicans are much more apt to run to violence than Democrats are. Really? Is that true? Because I know all the Democrats expected the Tea Party to be violent, uh, but we never were. Never were. By the way, history always shows you it's the left. And I'm not talking about Democrats, per se. If you're a Democrat and you're a you're a regular Democrat, you're not into violence. If you're a Democrat, but you're actually a leftist, you are part of that violent crowd. You may not be violent, but you are part of a crowd that historically is violent. Now, Widmer said on Thursday, hatred, bigotry and violence have no place in the great state of Michigan. I agree. I mean it. Just moments later, President Trump's campaign advisor, Jason Miller, appeared on national television accusing me of fostering hatred. Well, I'm not going to waste my time arguing with the president, but I will hold him accountable because when our leaders speak, their words carry weight. Yes, they do. Now, the left and the Democrats, the leadership, have dismissed Black Lives Matter and everything that they say they are for. Black Lives Matter is for the destruction of the nuclear Western family. Not my words, their words. If anyone tries to destroy the family unit, I'm sorry, but that is by definition evil. It is evil. No questions asked. It is evil. They also believe that violence is necessary sometimes. Well, I guess if you vote for Joe Biden, all of this will end. Unless you listen to the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, the chapter in Los Angeles last week that said she would not support Joe Biden because he is part of the violent white supremacist system. This is Dr. Melina Abdullah. She made the comments to ABC News. People are feeling dismayed that choices are between, you know, a violent white supremacist and another person that represents that same system. Well, uh, I will tell you, um, if you think that it's going to be over if you elect Joe Biden, it's only going to get worse. Uh, 
by the way, I believe, and I have nothing to prove this. This is my gut. But do you remember Nancy Pelosi started talking about the uh, amendment in the Constitution and, and passing, a, uh, passing a new r- law in Congress to make sure that you can get that dangerous president uh, out of office uh, much easier than just having to go through all of the hoops in the Constitution? Yeah, if he's deemed unfit, Congress wants to make it easier to get rid of him. That's not for Donald Trump. I truly believe that's for Joe Biden. If you think Joe Biden's going to be the president for long, I think you're sadly, sadly mistaken. So you have BLM uh, threatening uh, and saying that Joe Biden is part of the same racist system. Wait until you hear our expose on Joe Biden coming up in about 45 minutes. Some breaking news that is massive uh, that uh, you will only hear here. We will break that coming up in about 45 minutes. Now, if Governor Whitmer and others are going to hold people responsible because words have power, then what do we do with Keith Oberman? He lashed out at Trump supporters on Friday night, calling for the prosecution and convicted and conviction of all those connected with the president. Oberman called Trump supporters maggots. I want you to listen to what he said. Trump can be and must be expunged. Expunged. The hate he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, they will not be so easily destroyed. So, let us brace ourselves. The task is twofold. The terrorist Trump must be defeated, must be destroyed, Destroyed. devoured at the ballot box. Mm -hmm. And then he and his enablers and his supporters and his collaborators and the Mike Lees and the William Barrs and the Sean Hannity's and the Mike Pence's and the Rudy Giuliani's and the Kyle Rittenhouse's and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society while we try to rebuild it and to rebuild the world Trump has nearly destroyed by turning it over to a virus. Remember it, even as we dream of a return to reality and safety and the country for which our forefathers died, that the fight is not just to win an election, but to win it by enough to chase, at least for a moment, Trump and the maggots off the stage and then try to clean up what they left. Remember it, even though to remember it, means remembering that the fight does not end November 3rd, but in many ways will only begin that day. Do you understand what he just said? This could have been something that came directly from the office of Goebbels. He is talking about the supporters and collaborators. Collaborators. Mike Lee? William Barr? The Sean Hannity's? That would include me. The Mike Pence's, that includes people who are high up in the GOP. And the Rudy Giuliani's and Kyle Rittenhouse's and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted for what? For having a different opinion? And convicted for what and by whom? And removed from our society. If you think that the things that I have been talking about are hyperbole, you are sadly mistaken. I never, ever, ever thought I would quote 
uh, Lindsey Graham. But Lindsey Graham was right at the end of the last Supreme Court nominee and their hearing. Dear God, you people want power so badly, and I pray to God you never get it. The people on the left, and we must share that video. By the way, it's still up. We must share that video with our neighbors and friends. I've asked you to reach out between now and the election. Just find one person. If everyone in this audience just found one person, it would mean a landslide in the election. You are listening to this program for a reason. You must share that with your friends. And, and tell them, because what they'll say, it's Keith Oberman, no one watches. Really? It's Keith Oberman. Because we can pr- produce for you many people saying the same things and their leadership of BLM and Antifa. Antifa is an idea, just like the idea that our founders had in 1776 or just like the idea that robespierre had in the french revolution or just like the idea the nazis had remember we fought the nazis but we worried about how to fight the idea of nazism what did we do We killed the Nazis while telling non-Nazi Germans, we are not your enemies. We are going after this idea and ideology and all those who preach it and put it into action because it is a deadly system. Now, that was war. But do not dismiss people's words. When somebody says they're going to round you up or put you against the wall, as last week or the week before, the former co- the uh, co-founder of Twitter, he tweeted, capitalists will be the first with their back against the wall to be shot. Take them seriously. And do not get involved in violence. <laughs> All right, if you're one of those homeowners who's been trying to buy or sell a home or both, you probably discovered by now that you have a major undertaking on your hands. Almost nothing about getting your house ready to put on the market is easy if you're doing it the right way. (laughs) Uh, Negotiating a sale when you're wanting to buy, it's not as easy as it sounds. Getting the right deal when the market is on fire. Getting out of California isn't even easy now. This is why we started Real Estate Agents I Trust. A number of these situations uh, have always come up in my life, and I've always been let down in the process. I shouldn't say always, most times. If you have a really good real estate agent, they're going to put you in contact with everyone you need to get the things exactly the way they need to be. They're going to work tirelessly to get the best possible deal on your home or your home purchase. And I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to check these people out for yourself. We've run them through the ringer to make sure that they're the best, in our opinion, in your area. Now I want you to just get their name, call them, and talk to them. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
So just a few days ago, uh, the review website Yelp stated that they were getting in the business of social justice by saying that it would uh, append a business accused of racist behavior alert to any businesses or business page where a company had been accused of accused of racism. That's Yelp. So now if your business is accused of racism, Yelp will make sure everyone knows it. Antifa now has started over the weekend compiling the names of businesses that it wants to submit to Yelp and put out of business. The list prepared by the same Antifa group that is responsible for organizing the violent protests and the riots in Portland is now compiling that list of non-friendly businesses, a.k.a. any company that is hanging Blue Lives quoting Blue Lives garbage in their store or anything else that is anti the BLM movement. So now we know Black Lives Matter has been granted the power to shut down whatever business it doesn't like. And remember, this is the anti-fascist group. This is exactly what the brown shirts did in Germany. If you didn't hang the swastika, you came under attack. Eventually, you were gone. We have a few weeks to prepare. And I do not want you to prepare. Uh, I, I, I do. I do encourage you to exercise the Second Amendment in self-defense. I do. Uh, I do urge you to prepare yourself with food, uh, with fuel, with things that you and your neighbors might need if there are great disruptions, because they are coming. And I will show that to you coming up in just a second. Also, Amy Coney Barrett. She is, uh, we're going to see how they treat her today. We hear her opening statements live in just a few minutes. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So uh, with everything we're talking about, the one thing uh, is for sure. You may be responsible for your own protection. <laughs> Remember, the, the uh, left wants to get rid of the police and your right to bear arms. That sounds logical, doesn't it? Are you prepared for the gathering storm? Is your home secure? I want you to I want you to go to simplysafe.com right now and find out if they have a system that you can afford and you can put it in. They're extremely affordable. It's 50 cents a day for the monitoring. You own the system. Um, there's no contract involved. Um, and just the fact that you have a security system and it is armed usually is the first thing that a, a predator looks at and they stop going in if they know that you are uh, with a security system that is armed i want you to go and look at the security system now simply get a free hd security camera when you order your system at simply safebeck.com 
Stu's joining us in just a few minutes. We're going to look at some of the poll numbers and all the rest of the stuff going on. And his show returns tonight on Blaze TV. Trump can be and must be expunged. The hate he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, they will not be so easily destroyed. So, let us brace ourselves. The task is twofold. The terrorist Trump must be defeated, must be destroyed, must be devoured at the ballot box. And then he and his enablers and his supporters and his collaborators and the Mike Lees and the William Barrs and the Sean Hannity's and the Mike Pence's and the Rudy Giuliani's and the Kyle Rittenhouse's and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society while we try to rebuild it and to rebuild the world Trump has nearly destroyed by turning it over to a virus. Remember it, even as we dream of a return to reality and safety and the country for which our forefathers died, that the fight is not just to win an election, but to win it by enough to chase, at least for a moment, Trump and the maggots off the stage and then try to clean up what they left. Remember it, even though to remember it means remembering that the fight does not end November 3rd. But in many ways, we'll only begin that day. That is Keith Oberman. If you are angry, I understand. I do not play that to make you angry. In fact, I, I urge the opposite. I play that so you are prepared for what is coming. I'm going to reel straight up with you. And uh, this one's uh, easy for me to say, I guess, because I'm going to couch it with. I'm always wrong with timing. <laughs> but everybody knows this one is coming. Um, but I, 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 I believe in my lifetime. And uh, I think within the next 15 years, I think these are the beginnings of the days that have been foretold. I believe that we could... Uh, see the days of tribulation in the next five years. Uh, I obviously don't know. People have been planning or or some of them have been looking forward to these days for 3,000 years. But evil is, is washing over the uh, world right now. And it is not going to help anything uh, and you will not, I believe, we will not be counted uh, as uh, helpers, if you will, if we are engaging in violence. That is different than protecting your family, your home. But uh, if you're thinking, and I don't believe you are, but for those who are thinking about, I'm going to get a group together, that is not the way to go. I urge you, urge you, to go with a group of people and first thing you say is we're not talking about a militia we are talking about supporting you Uh, i want you to go to your sheriff and i want you to let them know that you support them 
if they are a sheriff that understands that they are the last wall of defense between uh, government that is out of control and the people. They don't answer to the governor. They don't answer to the mayors. They don't answer to anyone except the people that put them in office. I want you to meet and know who your sheriff is and go there uh, peacefully because they are probably all keyed up in some places. But you support your sheriffs. If you are looking at an election where a sheriff is up for reelection, that may be the second most important vote that you make. Know who you're voting for. Know who the sheriff is. The Fortitude Ranch camps in West Virginia and Colorado are opening November 3rd uh, to protect members. This is according to the outlet, citing the company's October newsletter. In addition, Fortitude Ranch expects possible looting and violence that could turn into clashes that spread far and wide and last a long time. That's whether Donald Trump or Joe Biden wins the election. This is the first time they have opened the Fortitude Ranch uh, for a collapse disaster. And they say, though it may not end up being so, we consider the risk of violence that could escalate in irrational, unpredictable ways into widespread law, a loss of law and order. And we feel that it is real. This is a camp where uh, for a thousand dollars you can go as uh, go to these camps as a refuge in the event of a societal collapse. This is the first time they're opening it for that. And they're opening it November 3rd. Um, you have about three weeks to prepare for insanity and it may not happen. And I pray it doesn't happen. Um, but I can't recommend highly enough that you prepare food storage that you prepare your home to be secure that you have met with your family and your children and you know where you're supposed to meet if there's a problem you prepare financially and then you've got to do your homework and prepare educationally do you have a physical copy of the Constitution of the United States and the Declaration of Independence. You need that. Are you prepared spiritually? Do, do you have a relationship good enough? As I told you 15 years ago, there's going to come a time when you're going to need that communication between you and the spirit so strong that if the spirit says, stop, don't go there, turn around, that you do it. Please, if you haven't started working on that, do it. Ask for advice and obey the advice. The voice will get stronger in you. You also have to prepare mentally. Um, we are going to be leaving things behind us. I, I mean that historically. I think things are going to change. Don't pine for the good old days. Look forward to the future. It brings me no joy telling you these things. But they are serious. The left is serious. There are people that want you 
to be afraid and will control you. My daughter has asked me over and over again, Dad, what does societal collapse mean? What does it look like? The Walking Dead without the zombies. If if society collapses, there will be militias and gangs, and they will not be usually for the Constitution. Remember, white supremacists and these militia gangs like they had up in Michigan, they don't agree with America. Now, they may say they're for the Constitution, but you can't be for the Constitution and anarchy and Black Lives Matter. You just can't. Know exactly who you're standing with. I don't recommend that you get into any of these things. And it is going to be uh, it is going to be seductive if there is great societal collapse. I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's going to be widespread unrest, but I don't think societal collapse is coming. Thank God. And anybody who says, you know, we just got to burn the whole thing down and really mean burn the whole thing down. I want you to know that when you get rid of the police and you get rid of society, it's not like this. It will break into groups and gangs. And if you are in the wrong place at the wrong time, you will be controlled by whoever. And there's no help coming. That's what societal collapse looks like. And there are those that want it. Now, there is a, a new story out today that I don't believe the numbers, but it's from reason. And I think it's worth reading. Uh, it is our Americans provoking each other into political violence. <clears throat> the proportion of Americans believing that it is least somewhat justifiable for their political party to use violence to achieve its goals has risen from fewer than one in three, three years ago, to one in three now, according to the polls. Meanwhile, predictions abound of disruptions around the election and fighting in the years to come. After months of social unrest and with the country's political factions intent on mutual destruction, the U.S. looks at, a, at risk becoming a failing democracy, which disputes are settled in the streets. God help us. So, you know, if this happens, if we become a failing democracy, our dollar is no longer the world reserve currency and it becomes worthless. These things could happen overnight. Like a growing number of prominent American leaders and scholars, we are increasingly anxious that this country is headed towards the worst post-election crisis in a century and a half. That puts you at the Civil War. Larry Diamond of the Hoover Institute said Lee Dutman of New America, Todd Lindbergh of the Hudson Institute, Nathan P. Calmore of Louisiana State University, Lillian Mason of the University of Maryland. They penned a piece in Politico. Our biggest concern is that a disputed presidential election, especially if there are close contests in a few swing states or if one candidate denounces the legitimacy of the process, it could generate violence and bloodshed. Drawing on polling data, the author's point support for the use of violence achieve political goals has risen from eight percent. 
for both Democrats and Republicans to 33 and 36 percent. In September, 44% of Republicans, 41% of Democrats said there would be at least a little justification for violence if the other's party nominee wins the election. The uh, an Australian, uh, former Australian uh, Special Forces officer uh, and uh, Bush Jr. administration counterterrorism advisor warned America may be in what the CIA guide to the uh, analysis of insurgency calls incipit insurgency. People don't know that it only takes two to five percent of a population to uh want to engage in violence and civil wars it's only two to five percent that actually commit the violence but that is all it takes you are seeing the violence now coming from the left you are going to see a a concerted effort to do that notice how the media is already softening the ground they're calling all violence from the right it's not it's coming from the left they're already starting to soften the ground they're already starting to the new york times daily did a report today and talked to uh, a uh, a leader or was it npr talked to a leader um uh at the pentagon and they're already talking about which way will the military go the military is now going through uh classes on the constitution these things may come we are three weeks away as keith oberman said it's it's not just election night. As he said, quote, that is just the beginning. Mm, holidays are just around the corner. We're approaching the 400th anniversary of Thanksgiving and the Pilgrim's Landing. 400 years later. <clears throat> and it's just right around the corner. Blinds.com is the uh, number one on -time, uh, uh, online retailer of custom window treatments in the world now. And they want to help turn your home into the perfect uh, picture background uh, for the festivities with the family by offering you the chance to win a contact-free holiday home makeover worth $2,000. Plus, win amazing prizes every week for that special and cherished place you call home. So even if you don't have the money right now, you should enter this. Blinds.com. Make your home more beautiful. It's now easy and affordable. And you can enter your chance to win, and you could transform your home into the perfect holiday hideaway. It's Blinds.com. They've helped millions of homeowners over the past couple of decades, and they guarantee the perfect fit for your windows. If it's not right, they're going to remake it for free this holiday season. Go to Blinds.com. Enter for your chance to win the holiday home makeover worth $2,000, and check out this week's special savings on top-quality blind shades, interior shutters, and so much more. No purchase is necessary. Rules and restrictions may apply. See blinds.com for details. You're listening to Glenn Beck. 
Major breaking news you will only hear on this program in about 10 minutes from now. Also, I want to I want to tell you that on um, the I think it's the 24th, Saturday, the 24th at 7 p.m. Central Time. We have a virtual broadcast from the American Journey Training Center. This is M1 Mercury One. There is something that we are announcing that is going to help you prepare and help your family prepare. We hope to have this out uh, at uh, uh, this last summer, but because of COVID, things were delayed and we're rushing to put things together. So we have it for you the 24th. But I urge you, urge you to watch that broadcast. It will be on YouTube. It will be on The Blaze. It will be on M1, MercuryOne.org. Um, I urge you to go there and make sure you and your family and your friends are gathered around and you watch that night. Uh, it is a special broadcast that is, I think, very, very, very important for you and your family. We are going to get extraordinarily active on helping you prepare to save the republic. That comes up again October 24th, 7 p.m. Central. That's a Saturday night market on your calendar. I'm going to talk to you about this great company in Dayton, Ohio called Tempogenics. This is the company that makes the Tempentoss forehead thermometers. And they're started by women entrepreneurs who I greatly admire. They are true amazing patriots. And really what they have stepped up and done during this crisis is nothing short of a miracle. What is Tempentoss? Well, it's a forehead thermometer that can keep your family safe. Proudly made in the U.S., Tempentoss is a non-invasive, easy-to-use, eco-friendly, disposable forehead thermometer that registers temperatures in just seconds. It's never been easier to check your family for a fever. Plus, Temp and Toss intentionally has kept the same pricing as before the pandemic to help you out because everybody is struggling now. These disposable thermometer strips are available at nationwide retailers, perfect for use at the home as you go to work and your children go back to school. So keep your family safe during these uncertain times with Temp and Toss. For more information on where to find Temp and Toss forehead thermometers, visit tempandtoss.com. Temp, the letter N, Toss. This is the Glenbeck program. Uno is just such a happy dog now. Such, such, he's just so great. Um, always in a good mood. He's always active. He is running. He is playing. He's just great. It's almost as if he was sick, and I think in some ways he was. Um, he just didn't have the the supplements that he needed in his dog food. And over the last six months, I have seen him change over and over and over. And every day, it seems like he's getting better. And he is. Um, I want to talk to you about Rough Greens. Jam-packed with all of the stuff that you need, the supplements your dog needs, the vitamins, the minerals, the antioxidants, the omega oils, and the probiotics. That's why it comes in a sealed foil bag, because it, it's alive. And you put it into the dog's food, and it's great. Just grab a, a bag of Jumpstart uh, for for uh, for Rough Greens right now. It's $14.95, roughgreens.com slash the blaze, rough, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash the blaze or the number on the screen. What you're about to hear is the fusion. fusion. 
of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So the hearings are starting with the Amy Coney Barrett um, uh, hearings to confirm her. We haven't covered any of it because so far she hasn't said a word. It's just all of the politicians having their 10 minutes each to say something in an opening statement. Blah, 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 blah. We will cover hers uh, as soon as she starts to uh, speak and cover the hearings live. We also have major, major breaking news that you won't hear anywhere else. We do that in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, yesterday I was out. It was so beautiful. This, this, the last few weeks in Texas have been great. It was a little hot last, uh, yesterday, but it was still beautiful here in Texas. I went out and we turned on the grill. It was about 1230 in the afternoon, five o'clock. I pulled those ribs off of the smoker, off of the Rectech grill. And it is so amazing. So amazing. The meat fell off the bones. It was so good. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q. I am not somebody who's ever smoked before. I mean, you know, on a grill. I've never uh, I, I've never done any of those things, and I've never been good at that. I don't know why I never learned how to use a grill. Rectech makes it so easy. They have smart grill technology, lets you control and monitor the food you're cooking from an app on your phone. You still get the great food, but your butt's inside in the air conditioning. It's great. It's sturdy. It's smart. It's Rectech. Follow Rectech on all the social media. Sign up for their newsletter. I want you to A, B, compare these to the best grills you can find on the market. I think Rectech is the best. R-E-C-T-E-Q. Q with a, or a Rectech with a Q at the end. Rectech.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. So as you know, or maybe you, you don't know, Yelp is now uh, deciding that they are going to start highlighting any business that has been accused of racism. Isn't that great? So thank you, Yelp. We can certainly trust you now to get the truth. This is the cancel culture that we're living in. And if you don't toe the line, you're in trouble. Our kids now are being taught critical race theory, which means that you are inherently racist. You owned a slave even if you didn't own a slave. You wanted to own a slave. I believe that all men are created equal. I believe that no one should be held accountable for what their ancestors did. But that's not what the left is doing. That is not what the the Democrats and Joe Biden uh, and Harris are campaigning on. And everyone is too comfortable in the Democratic Party with this cancel culture. The entire country is canceled now because of our history. The founders should be canceled. Rip their statues down. They ripped more statues down in Portland over the weekend. Change the names of buildings and signs. And don't get anybody started on Mount Rushmore. This bleeds into your personal history. Redemption no longer means anything. A pivot point, life-changing, a switch in thinking or behavior, it counts for nothing with the left. This means a tweet someone might have sent when they were a child is worth cancellation. 
some major breaking news for you. None of this seems to apply when it's one of their owns. Governor Northam had a photo of him either in blackface or a Klan outfit. He's never been asked to uh, say which one he was. Why wasn't he canceled? Jimmy Kimmel used to think blackface was hysterical. His Carl Malone segment was a staple of his show. Why wasn't he held accountable to the same standard they held for Megyn Kelly, who, by the way, wasn't in blackface, merely asked a question about people who dress in blackface to honor someone they admire. She was canceled. But Kimmel, who dressed in blackface in a segment after segment after segment after segment, making fun of a black man, he never took a hit. Joe Biden's another great example. Here's a man who worked with segregationists. Somehow or another, he's exempt of cancellation. His crime bill is the exact opposite of the what, what the left is now proposing. How many black Americans were sent to prison because of that law? Again, I ask, why is he exempt? How can Joe Biden look at black people in the face and tell them that they aren't really black if they don't vote for him? Would you be allowed to get away with that? Now, maybe Biden's immune from the left's cancer culture rage due to his strong family background. You know, the left went after Trump's family history and viciously knocked his roots. New York Times went after the family's business dealings, going back to his father. The media has gone after his children despite no criminal activity, which I can't say the same for Hunter Biden. And the attacks even include the president's youngest child, Barron. I, re- I remember John Oliver going after Trump's ancestral name, make Donald Trump Donald Trump again. That episode broke records in viewerships at HBO. Going back into a candidate or a political's ancestral tree is clearly important to the left. So I guess that's why Joe Biden is so insulated. You know, a lot of people have looked at Joe Biden's family tree, but they focus on his mother's side of the family. Good, hardworking Irish ancestry. Lunchbox Joe, who comes from a long line of blue-collar coal miners. But what about Biden's father's ancestral line? Why has nobody looked into that? I mean, wouldn't it be good to further build that blue-collar Lunchbox Joe image? And Biden's very par- proud of that part of his family. You know his middle name, Biden or Robinette, Joseph Robinette Biden. Yeah, I've always looked at that and went, Robinette, what the hell is that kind of name? That's his father's line. He's very, very proud of the Robinette line in his ancestry. Hmm, Robinette. Well, if John Oliver and the rest of the mainstream media can go after Donald Trump's family and lineage, I guess the gloves come off. I've recently been given Joe Biden's family history from his father's side, and it comes to me from one of the finest and most respected genealogy firms in the country. Celebrities, elected officials have used this firm for years to reveal their family history. I'm not going to tell you the name of the of the uh, organization. I'm making the documents available, but I'm not going to print the uh, name of the organization for their own safety reasons. Now, why would that be? We have the full report. It's available now at glenbeck.com. 
And this kind of report is worth thousands of dollars to produce. It takes hundreds of man hours to research documents that go back to this case into the 1700s. It costs thousands of dollars. This report goes back six generations in uh, Joe Robinette Biden's family tree. Do we have the graphic here? If you're watching Blaze TV, you can see the chart. There it is of six generation of Biden's family. Starting with Generation 1, the current candidate for President Joe Robinette Biden Jr., Generation 2, Joe's father, Joe Robinette Biden Sr., and on and on to Generation 6, starting in the 1700s, Jesse Robinette, who was born in Maryland in 1776. Wow, what a, what a great thing to have, huh? Now, here's where it gets dicey. Let me show you the next document. This is from the U.S. Federal Census in 1820. Ninth up from the bottom list as the head of the household, Jesse Robinette, as in Joe Robinette Biden. This is Joe Biden's great, great, great grandfather. Now, the left side of the form is the count of Jesse's family. But the right side shows something else. How many did Joseph Bidenette, uh, Biden's family, how many slaves did they own? Well, Joe Biden's great-great-great-grandfather owned 12 slaves in 1820. Five male slaves, ages 14 to 25. Two male slaves, ages 26 to 44. Three female slaves, ages 0 to 13. One female slave, aged 14 to 25. And one female slave, aged 45 plus. Now, according to this report, again, from a very respected genealogy firm that is trusted by both famous celebrities and politicians, Joe Biden's ancestors were slave owners. Now, with that little chunk of information, it kind of puts Joe's work with segregationists in a whole different context now, doesn't it? It adds a little more weight when Joe tells black people that they aren't black unless they vote for him. I can almost hear the crack of the whip. It makes the remark that he made uh, just a few years ago. They're all they're going to put all of you back in chains a little more grotesque, seeing it was his family that put people in chains. It makes it all the more sickening when last week he said a black woman was stocking the shelves while he was safe in his basement. It's weird that nobody has ever really dug this far into Biden's father's side or family. Or did they and just not want this to get out? Now, after knowing this, and if you work at the altar of cancel culture and societal justice, can you still be calling for the destruction of statues and monuments and still vote for Joe Robinette Biden? After all, his family was there. And they owned slaves, just like Thomas Jefferson, who must now be destroyed. Hmm. Can you still vote for Joe Biden? Can you do it? I'm just curious. I don't know. I don't make the rules. If you call the America of today an evil country based off its past, then what does that make Joe Biden? Me, I think Joe Biden is unfit to be president based off him, you know, being one of, if not the most corrupt politicians in history. I personally don't think the sins of his family tree mean anything at all to the man of today. 
But that's not how today's modern left operates, now is it? I mean, I'm just going by their rules. (laughs) If you go by their rules, Joe Biden should be canceled. And if that's not enough, well, maybe then when they see the next document, it might convince them for good. If you're watching Blaze TV or if you go to glennbeck.com, you will see the second document, along with all of the documents. Now, this might be one of the most heartbreaking letters I've ever seen. This is a probate document from the state of Maryland in 1832, and it shows the distribution of Joe Biden's great-great-grandfather's slaves to his surviving family. You see... (laughs) Well, unlike George Washington, Joe Biden's great-great-great-grandfather, he didn't free the slaves upon the death of Jesse Robinette. Nope. Joe Robinette Biden's great-great-great-grandfather passed his slaves on after his death to the family. And remember, this is 1832. George Washington freed his slaves in the 1700s. This document cruelly and methodically explains how each member of the family would become the new master of Jesse's slaves. There's Dorcas Robinette, who was given a slave boy named Benjamin. His value? $450. She was also given a girl named Nancy, who was valued at $450 as well. A girl named Mary valued only at $235 and a boy named Nathan at $600. Now, Jano Davis and Alice, his wife, were given a boy named Bob. He was valued at $600. We don't know how old Bob was. Yaz Robinette, uh, Robinette was given a boy named Tom, valued at $600. George Robinette was given a boy named Charles, valued at $350. And a boy named Solomon, valued at $250. Well, we don't know. Maybe they were really old, or maybe they were mm, crippled and therefore really not worth that much as people. Moses J. Robinette was given a boy named Joshua, valued at $600. Eliza Ann Robinette was given a boy named Pedro, uh, Pero, valued at $300, and a girl named Lynn, valued at $200. This news is all available right now with all of the documentations at glenbeck.com. Again, we've left the name of the company that did all of this work. We've left it off for their safety. But, boy, that would have to be from the right, and that wouldn't make sense. Why would the right be violent over something like this? You would think the right would like it. (laughs) Because we know the left isn't violent. We know if the left... Uh, finds out that Joe Robinette Biden's ancestors all owned slaves and then passed them on generation after generation, (laughs) almost until the time of the Civil War where they were forced to get rid of their slaves. Wow, that is weird, isn't it? I told you you would enjoy it. You and I both don't think this has anything to do with who Joe Biden is today. But it's going to be fun watching 
how this information never sees the light of day, except for when you retweet it, when you go to glenbeck.com and get the information and you put it on your Facebook, you put it on your Instagram, you put it on, you put it on Twitter. It'll be interesting to see if it trends. Hashtag Biden slave owners. Back in one minute. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org So Trump makes a little statement about halting the stimulus negotiations until after the election and everybody loses their mind. The market goes into a tailspin, stocks drop, bonds Im- uh, improved, and it caused mortgage rates to move lower. Wow. Is this going to last? Nobody really knows for sure, but what I do know is a lower rate after a mortgage refinance is an incredible way for you to save a lot of money. And I'm talking hundreds, even a thousand dollars a month. I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume that that would make a significant difference in your finances. And it's right there at your fingertips. I warn you, loans are going to be harder to get in the future. You need to pick up the phone and call American Financing right now. Find out how to make it a reality right now. Mortgage rates continue to be competitively low. Depending on your credit score and a few other factors, you could be looking at a rate in the mid-twos, as crazy as that sounds. The mortgage consultants at American Financing, they work for you, not the bank, so call them now. The number is 800-906-2440. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So the uh, hearing for Amy Coney Barrett has uh, been going on for almost 90 minutes now, and not a single question has been asked. It's all opening statements. 90 minutes of opening statements. (laughs) They're getting to the work of the American people. I mean, not now, but soon, I'm sure. She currently serves on the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Seventh Circuit. Uh, She's the first woman to hold that seat for Indiana. She is an originalist. She is a textualist. Uh, her mentor and former boss was Antonin Scalia. Uh, she has uh, voted in favor of an Indiana law that prohibited aborting a child on the basis of say, uh, sex, race, or disability. <laughs> I mean, why? The Nazis did it. What's good enough for the Nazis, it's not good enough for us. She also joined uh, a dissent that labeled Indiana a eugenics state. It was. She also claimed in dissent that denying guns to nonviolent felons treats the Second Amendment as a second class right. She also joined in uh, dissent and dissented in a case that blocked President Trump's public charge rule that would block immigrants who would uh, need to rely on on federal aid she is pro-life she is obviously religious diane feinstein uh the california democrat pressed her and said her dogma lives loudly within her and that's a concern when you come to big issues that people have fought for years for in this country boy i'd hate to have diane feinstein write read any of the words of abraham lincoln 
because the dogma sure lived loudly in here. You know, but what's weird about Abraham Lincoln is uh, the left no longer likes him. Uh, over the weekend, they pulled a statue of him down in Portland. <laughs> but again, he freed the slaves and Joseph Robinette Biden's ancestors didn't free theirs. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Man, I just don't know how. Well, I'm sure if Joseph Robinette Biden gets in, oh, they're going to be fine with him. All of this mayhem in our streets. Oh, it will all stop. Oh, sure it will. Sure it will. When we come back, uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go over the five ways that the Federalists printed this weekend that are going to fundamentally change if Biden packs the court. What are the big thing? What does that actually mean to pack the court? Joe Biden said, um, you know, you don't really have a need or a right to know if he's going to do that over the weekend. That's what he said. Boy, that's strange, isn't it? That's coming up after the break. Stand by. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, unlike me, my dog doesn't get to choose what food he's going to eat every day. Yeah. And unlike me, the food uh, he does eat isn't filled with a lot of great tasty stuff. Now, I stand by that statement. Maybe it's just me. Um, You know, I, I will tell you, there's a lot of protein in ice cream. My dog doesn't get any. Anyway. The bottom line is, if you want a healthy and hopefully a long life for your dog, the place you're going to have to start is with his food. This is why I love Rough Greens. Doesn't really matter what food, especially kibbles. It's it's all cooked out of kibbles. I mean, that thing, the kibble food has to sit on the shelf for at least two years before you buy it. That's the rule. So they got to cook everything in it is dead. Well, that's why Rough Greens is so great, because it's not a dog food doesn't matter really what you feed your your dog. It's a supplement. You put it into the dog's food, and it contains everything that they need that gets cooked out. Probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils, and uh, the probiotics, that's really important. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens, roughgreens.com slash blaze, R-U-F-F Greens slash blaze. The judicial nominee that this nominee will work to implement their policy vision of health care. That is not a judge's job. That is not the responsibility of a judge. And in fact, making that promise would be violating the judicial oath. I don't know what will happen in this particular litigation on health care, but I do know that this body should be the one resolving the competing policy questions at issue. Many of our colleagues talked about pre-existing conditions, and, and I think they have made a political decision. They want this to be the central issue of the confirmation. Well, remember this. Every single member of the Senate agrees that pre-existing conditions can and should be protected. Period. The end. There is complete unanimity on this. Now, it so happens that are, there are a number of us on the Republican side that also want to see premiums go down. Obamacare has caused premiums to skyrocket. The average family's premiums have risen over $5,000 a year. Millions of Americans can't afford health care because of the policy failures of Obamacare. Those questions should be resolved in this body, in the elected legislature. It's not 
a justice's job to do that. It's not the court's job to do that. It is the elected legislature's job to do that. <laughs> Judge Barrett brings impeccable credentials, a judicial temperament, and a faithfulness to the law. That's what we should be looking for in Supreme Court justices. And if Democratic senators want to engage in policy arguments, they can do so here, not by filibustering every bill as they have done over and over and over again, whether it's pandemic relief or Obamacare relief to lower premiums that expand choices. To date, our Democratic colleagues filibuster everything and then complain nothing gets passed. This is the body that has to resolve those questions. This is also the body that consistent with two centuries of precedent can, should, and I believe will confirm Judge Barrett as Justice Barrett. All right. So there's uh, Ted Cruz. Mike Lee has already spoken. Uh, it's we're almost 100 minutes into this and they're still in their opening statements. And she is sitting in front of them wearing a mask. And none of them are. She is. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now, Joe Biden came out this weekend. In fact, we have audio here of uh, packing the courts uh, and and Tapper uh, did a great job, actually, this weekend uh, confronting Biden's campaign on the unconstitutional uh, comment. Listen, how is it not constitutional what they're doing? His point is that the people have an opportunity to weigh in on this constitutional process through their vote. And we are now in the midst of the election. Millions of people Mm -hmm. have already cast their votes. And you see that the vast majority of people say that they want the person who wins the election on November 3rd to nominate the justice. That's a poll. That's not the Constitution. So voters are being denied their constitutional right to have a say in this process. They elected the Senate. Trying to ram through are trying to ram through. A, a nominee who, by the way, is going to change the makeup of the court. And we see time and time again, poll after poll shows that most Americans vehemently disagree with this. They again, believe again, Kate, that's that a the poll. vote should happen on November 3rd. <laughs> that's not what the word constitutional that is the means. Con- that constitutional is the- doesn't mean I like it, it or I don't like it. It means it's according to the U.S. Constitution. There's nothing unconstitutional about what the U.S. Senate is doing. Uh, a scattered shower of journalism breaking out at uh, CNN. But Biden is already uh, saying and they are starting to build this case that because of what Donald Trump did with the lower courts, meaning filling the openings on the lower courts, something that President Obama did not do uh, by filling all of these, he's already packed the court. No, again, he's followed the Constitution and he has taken advantage of all of the openings that President Obama left for him when he got in. So instead of being behind, he got serious about the courts and he appointed judges for all the lower courts and all those lower court judges. They all went through a confirmation process and that's constitutional. But Biden and the left are going to start making. In fact, let me play Biden, the GOP packing the courts. Here it is. Listen. The only court packing going on right now. It's going on with Republicans packing the court now. It's not constitutional what they're doing. We should be focused on what's happening right now. <laughs> and the fact is that the only packing going on is this court is being packed now by the Republicans. After the vote has already begun, 
So when they asked him, that's his answer when he said, when they asked him, are you going to pack the courts? Here's a, uh, here's a, another stance that he made over the weekend about voters. Do they have a right to know if he's going to pack the court or not? Sir, I've got to ask you about packing the courts. And I know that sure. you said yesterday you aren't going to answer the question until after the election. Uh, but this is the number one thing that I've been asked about from viewers uh, in the past couple of days. Well, you've been asked by the viewers who are probably Republicans who don't want me continuing to talk about what they're doing to the court right now. Well, sir, don't the voters deserve to know? No, they don't. Deserve, I'm not going to play his game. He'd love me to talk about, and I've, I've already said something on, on Corpac. He'd love that to be the discussion instead of what he's doing now. He's about to, he's about to make a pick in the middle of an election, first time it's ever been done. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's not the first time it's ever been done. Uh, it's been done uh, 27 times. 27. I know that's uh, really close to zero if we're playing the game of like zero to infinity it's almost zero uh but it's not zero it's 27 i just thought i would you know point that one uh out to joe biden uh and the people don't have a right to know see it's not a controversial statement to say i'm not going to pack the court unless your lefty radical friends want you to pack the court if the radicals want to pack the court uh even if you don't want to you're not going to say you're not going to because then your lefty friends who are the ones propping up your campaign are really pissed at you uh but make no mistake biden will pack the court uh, I, don't, I don't even think it's going to be biden uh by the way a uh, hundred days into it, uh, I can tell you that packing the court will be one of the things that they will introduce uh, because Keith Oberman really it was kind of channeling the animal spirits of the left. And I want to make this clear, not of Democrats. And when I say Democrats, I mean the average person that, you know, your neighbor Democrat they're not for packing the courts. They're not for all of this radical stuff. They're not for BLM. They may have at the beginning when they thought that was just peaceful protest. But now that they've learned that they're for the destruction of the American and the Western nuclear family, when they are when now that they found out that they are actually for the overturning and the destruction of the free market system, your average Democrat in the middle of the country next door that, you know, they're not for all of that stuff. They're not for it. And they're certainly not for the radicals that are calling for violence. Um, you know, the left keeps saying you words matter, especially when they come from, you know, people who have a platform. Well, I can't believe that he still has a platform, but here's what Keith Olbermann said this weekend. Listen to this. Trump can be and must be expunged. Expunged. The hate he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, Mm -hmm. they will not be so easily destroyed. Mm -hmm. So, 
Let us brace ourselves. Brace ourselves. The task is twofold. Twofold. The terrorist Trump must be defeated, the must be destroyed, must be devoured at the ballot box. Okay. And then he and his enablers and his supporters and his collaborators and the Mike Lees and the William Barrs and the Sean Hannity's and the Mike Pence's and the Rudy Giuliani's and the Kyle Rittenhouse's and the Amy Coney Barrett's oh. must be prosecuted and Holy. convicted and removed from our society Holy. while we try to rebuild it and to rebuild the world Trump has nearly destroyed mm. by turning it over to a virus. Remember it, even as we dream of a return to reality and safety and the country mm. for which our forefathers died, that the fight is not just to win an election, but to win it by enough mm. to chase, at least for a moment, Trump and the maggots off the stage. Okay, so and he's, by the way, he is almost literally foaming at the mouth you can hear him while he's saying it he's like this has gotta be he's got so much spit in his mouth he's serious he's serious and he speaks for a lot of people on the left the mike lees need to be tried convicted and gotten rid of in society mike lee is somehow or another an extremist I got to tell you, I know Mike Lee, and I'm afraid for my life. I really am. He's so dangerous. You should see. He's a hothead, but you know that already about Mike. You see him in public, and he's going off the handle, and he's like, I'll tell you another thing I really got to do. That's Mike Lee. He's so dangerous. When they say, when he said the Sean Hannity's, that would include Rush Limbaugh, that would include uh, me, uh, that would include Mark Levin. That would include Steven Crowder. That would include everybody at the blaze. That would also include um, Ben Shapiro and others like him. So that's good, right? We just got to get rid of those people. I don't know if you saw this, but I saw a, uh, I saw an article uh, that was, that was written by somebody who said, you know, it's, it is it's incredible being a Trump supporter. I voice my love for America and support for Donald Trump. And my response has been overwhelmingly wonderful. And I'm thankful for those who took time to read it and send kind messages. But in my private life, I have lost a few so-called friends for backing Donald Trump over the past five years. Coming out publicly was a step too far for some. And the vitriol I received for stating my political stance for support of Donald Trump revealed the unflattering sides to certain characters. From a sociological standpoint, it is quite interesting to me that in some elitist circles, being pro-Trump has caused me more grief than being the niece and carrying the name of bin laden i want you to think about that she is the niece of osama bin laden she says she receives more hatred and more grief from saying she supports donald trump than having the name bin laden that should tell you something about the what did what did um uh, keith oberman call it oh yeah the hatred of the other side 
More in just a second. Uh, we're including the five things that are going to change with Amy Comey Barrett. And hopefully she'll be allowed to speak soon and answer a question. Uh, Car Shield. I know you got enough on your plate to deal with right now with having, without having to add car problems on top of that. When something goes wrong with your car, it can be both a logistical and financial nightmare. And your car may be in the shop for quite a while. And when it comes out, uh, are you going to be able to pay for those repairs? We rely on our cars to get us to and from where we need to go. And having car trouble can throw your life into chaos. But when you're covered by Car Shield, you're not only going to be able to get the repairs you need, but you also get to choose who does them as well. And you don't have to wait for the check coming from the insurance company. It's covered. They take care of it. I used to dread car repairs. My trucks up at the ranch. I mean, I'm going to drive them until the doors fall off. But now with chips in them, when those chips go bad, it can cost thousands of dollars. Mm Mm-mm. Not for me, because I have CarShield. Please look into getting coverage today. See why CarShield cars go further. Call 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit CarShield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. CarShield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're uh, we're going to join uh, Ben Sass. Uh, he is currently giving a civics lesson. He's using his time to say, "Listen, we, we can argue about politics. Politics, what happened here? Uh, but there are things that we agree on, and the Supreme Court is supposed to make sure that those things that we agree on are upheld. Not do politics, not pass, uh, not pass legislation. Uh, let's join him real quick." on a covid relief package right now instead of this let me tell you okay go ahead about a couple of minutes if you will religious liberty he starts to talk about religious liberty a fundamental american belief you can believe whatever you want uh see if you can get you get anywhere near there please thank you mr chairman uh judge barrett welcome uh congratulations jesse barrett congratulations um I just want to say, Senator Klobuchar said a number of things about COVID that I agree with. Uh, She cited a bunch of really painful stories in Minnesota, and similar stories could be told from across the country. I even agree with parts of her criticism of the mismanagement of COVID by Washington, D.C. I don't know what any of that has to do with what we're here to do today. Um, Huge parts of what we're doing in this hearing would be really confusing to eighth graders. Uh, If civics classes across the country tuned into this hearing and tried to figure out what we're here to do, and they heard as much as they've heard about 2009 finance committee debates about what should be in a health care reform package. Uh, I, I'm blessed to sit not just on the Judiciary Committee, uh, but also on the Finance Committee. And lots of the discussions we've had in here today fit better in a Finance Committee hearing than in a Judiciary Committee hearing. Uh, so I think it would be very useful for us to pause and remind ourselves and do some of our civic duty to eighth graders uh, to help them realize what a president runs for, what a senator runs for, and on the other hand, why Judge Barrett is sitting before us today. Okay. And what- I'm going to pause right there, and I want to pick it up uh, after the uh, top of the hour because I think this is really, really good. Ben Sass on uh, civics. You know, he says it's for the eighth graders, but really it's for a lot of Americans who really don't understand the role of each branch. 
first let me tell you about built bar i just had my built bar this is uh, uh lemon almond cheesecake which i think is one of their new flavors really really good uh real chocolate this is i don't know how they do it and make them what is it this one is 120 calories 130 calories something like that uh, i don't know how they do it I really don't. They're they're protein. They're full of all the good stuff that you're supposed to have. And it doesn't taste like that. It tastes good. You know, protein bars always taste like a doormat. This is a built bar. It is really good. Find your favorite flavor. You should try the chocolate chip uh, mint. It is unbelievable. Um, anyway. You can uh, check them out now. You're going to get uh, 12% off of your order now through October 12th. Uh, Right now, just uh, go to BuiltBar.com. It's BuiltBar.com. Help Built Bar uh, make a difference. They're helping the uh, Huntsman Cancer Institute, which, you know, I've been talking about for a long time. Built Bar, match your donation to any of the organizations uh, up to $50 per order. Finally, 100% of the proceeds from Built Bar Breast Cancer Awareness. to set the table today uh with what's going on just this weekend we had a bernie supporter uh now charged with first degree murder went to a patriot prayer rally and shot somebody in the head cold blood it's phenomenal uh he was a bernie supporter he was an antifa uh supporter uh, he's a guy who had threatened me. We uh, have his threatening uh, tweet to me, talking to me about, you want to do something brave, you want to risk your life, why don't you uh, go out in public and have a meet and greet? That was taken uh, as a threat uh, by my staff. He is, of course, on the left. We also had Antifa in Portland this weekend pull down more statues, uh, Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln, which makes an awful lot of, makes no sense whatsoever. And Keith Olbermann. I want to play this before we get started. Here's what he said this weekend. Trump can be and must be expunged. The hate he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, they will not be so easily destroyed. So, let us brace ourselves. The task is twofold. The terrorist Trump must be defeated, must be destroyed, must be devoured at the ballot box. And then he, and his enablers, and his supporters, and his collaborators, and the Mike Lees, and the William Barrs, Mm. and the Sean Hannity's, and the Mike Pence's, Uh and the Rudy Giuliani's, and Mm. the Kyle Rittenhouse's, and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society while we try to rebuild it and to rebuild the world Trump has nearly destroyed by turning it over to a virus. Remember it, even as we dream of a return to reality and safety and the country for which our forefathers died, that the fight is not just to win an election, but to win it by enough to chase, at least for a moment, Trump and the maggots off the stage and then try to clean up what they left. Remember it, even though to remember it, 
means remembering that the fight does not end November 3rd, but in many ways will only begin that day. This is the Glenn Beck Program. That is the voice of the left. That is the voice of Antifa. And they are serious that Amy Coney Barrett somehow or another should be tried. I don't know what for what crimes tried and put away. Mike Lee should be tried. The Sean Hannity's, which would include me and Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin and Stephen Crowder and every voice that you like, uh, should be tried and put away. Uh, Mark my words. They are not fooling around. This will happen. The election is three weeks away. It is going to go. The country is going to go into chaos because there are those on the left that want chaos. They want it. They need it. It is top down, bottom up, inside out. It is what I have told you for 15 years would happen. It's now here and we're three weeks away. What happens to our economy and to our dollar? If we go into chaos and we begin to look like a failed democracy, this is why or failed republic. This is why we have always been the um, the place where money rushes to because we've been stable. We have stable elections. We we are not a banana republic. If we begin to look like a banana republic and we go unstable, I am telling you right now, your dollar will lose its value. We will lose the reserve currency. Money will flee from this country. And that will only make things worse. I strongly, strongly urge you to get a very sturdy umbrella before the hurricane hits. And when it starts to hit, you're not going to be able to afford an umbrella. I bought silver recently. And because of that, Goldline wants to give you free silver with every purchase made this week. You can purchase silver outright, but why not get it for free with the purchase of any gold product? Um, I want you to call 866-GOLDLINE. There's the number. You can visit their website at goldline.com, but call them at 866-GOLDLINE. They're standing by right now to take your call. They know this audience. I've been with Goldline for a long time, so they speak your language. They know why you're calling. Um, Ask them why I buy the the kind of coins that I do. Uh, Ask them, uh, you know, silver. I've always believed in gold, but gold is getting so expensive now that I just don't know if a coin of gold is going to be able to do any real transactions. I mean, you know, can can you break a $5,000 coin for some groceries? I mean, that's crazy. So silver is going to play a role. And silver is easier to buy. It's $27, $28 an ounce. Um, And there's no record of it ever being taken away from people, etc., etc. And I'm telling you now, the banks, do you know that the banks don't even hold money anymore? There's no money in the vaults. At least in Dallas, it's all picked up by the Federal Reserve. They hold all the cash. Try to get cash out of the bank. Try. Try. Uh, I suggest that the dollar is going to get weaker and weaker and could collapse entirely. And it could happen soon. If you are not prepared, 
please call Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All right. So the senators, it's it's two hours and 15 minutes, and, sh- and Amy Coney Barrett has not had an opportunity to speak. It is just the blathering on by these politicians. Some of them have been good. I think Ben Sass was really good, and I wanted to play the rest of Ben Sass uh, and his opening statement because he was trying to teach the, he said eighth graders, but it, what he was really trying to teach were the Democrats um, who are saying this is unconstitutional uh, and we need to know exactly where she stands on every issue. No, this is a strict constructionalist. This is somebody who doesn't believe that she can legislate from the ba- from the bench. The federal court should never be a legislative body. What they do is interpret the Constitution based on what it actually says. Not reading in any kind of new stuff, but read what does the Constitution say. That's what she does. And that cuts both ways. Sometimes I will strongly disagree with a ruling because I wanted the other, but I agree with the Constitution saying that, and you can't do it. Listen to what he said about this. And especially watching eighth grade civics classes. So I'd like to um, distinguish first between civics and politics, because there was a time, the chairman said at the beginning of this hearing, uh, there was a time when people that would be as different as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she was a heroic woman. That's absolutely true. And Antonin Scalia, another brilliant mind and, and your mentor, people that different could both go through the Senate and get confirmation votes of 95 or 98 votes. And the chairman said at the beginning of the hearing, he doesn't know what happened between then and now. I think some of what happened between then and now um, is we decided to forget what civics are and allow politics to swallow everything. So if I can start, I'd like to just remind us of the distinction between civics and politics. Um, Civics is the stuff we're all supposed to agree on regardless of our policy views differences. Um, Civics is another way we talk about the rules of the road. Civics 101 is the stuff like Congress writes laws. The executive branch enforces laws. Courts apply them. None of that stuff should be different if you're a Republican or a Democrat or a Libertarian or a Green Party member. This is basic civics. Civics is the stuff that all Americans should agree on, like religious liberty is essential. People should be able to fire the folks who write the laws, and we can't, the voters can't fire the judges. Judges should be impartial. This is just civics 101. Politics is different. Politics is the stuff that happens underneath civics. Civics is the overarching stuff we as Americans agree in in common. Politics is the subordinate, less important stuff that we differ about. Politics is like if I look at my friend Chris Coons and I say, listen up, Jack Wagon, what you want to do on this particular finance committee bill is going to be way too expensive and might bankrupt our kids. Or if Chris looks back at me and says, listen up, Jack Wagon, you're too much of a a cheapskate and you're underinvesting in the next generation. That's a really important debate. That's a political debate. That's not civics. Civics is more important than that. Civics doesn't change every 18 to 24 months uh, because the electoral wins change because polling changes. 
I think it's important that we help our kids understand that politics is the legitimate stuff we fight about and civics is the places where we pull back and say, wait a minute, we have things that are in common and before we fight again about politics, let's reaffirm some of our civics. So I'd like to have just sort of a basic grammar of civics for five minutes. One thing that we should all agree on and two things that we should all disagree with. We should agree on it, but one thing that we agree about and are in favor of and two things that we agree on that we should all reject. First, a positive, grand, unifying truth about America, and that is religious liberty. Religious liberty is the basic idea that how you worship is none of the government's business. Government can rage, wage wars, government can write parking tickets, but government cannot save souls. Government's really important. War is important. Parking tickets are, are important. But your soul is something that the government can't touch. So whether you worship in a mosque or a synagogue or a church, your faith or your lack of faith is none of the government's business. It's your business and your families and your neighbors and all sorts of places where people break bread together and argue, but it's not about power. It's not about force. It's not about the government. This is the fundamental American belief. Religious liberty is one of those five great freedoms clustered in the First Amendment. Religion, speech, press, assembly, and protest. These five freedoms that hang together that are the basic pre-governmental rights are sort of civics 101 that we all agree on well before we ever get to anything as relatively inconsequential as tax policy. All right, so stand by. I want to pick this up again. Let me just take one minute here to give you our sponsor. It's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, every day, you get to use a great product with a great feature and make a stand on the things you believe in every day. Uh, and you can do those at the same time. Every day you do that is a good day. It didn't used to be uh, that way. You, you, with Patriot Mobile, before they existed, uh, you'd have to go to the big uh, cell phone companies. And places like Verizon are taking their profits and 10%, which they have every right to do, and they are fighting against the things you believe in. Freedom of speech. Uh, they are fighting against uh, abortion, the right to life. They're fighting for abortion. They're actually sending money to Planned Parenthood. That's your money. Now, you gave it to them because you want cell service. But they're taking it and pouring all of that money into fighting you. Why would you do that? With Patriot Mobile, you don't have to. You should switch to Patriot Mobile, and you should switch today. You're sending a message to the leftist cause-supporting Big Mobile. Can you hear me now? Patriot Mobile, they share your value. You know why the, the NBA is going to, they're not going to have the names on the jersey. They're going to put the names back on the jerseys. They're getting rid of all that stuff. Because you stopped watching it. They said they'd never stop. Oh, this is, they really believe it. No, they didn't. You stopped watching it. It's over. Do the same to Big Mobile and these companies that are funding the left. Patriot Mobile shares your values, won't send your hard-earned money to the destruction of America. And they have great service. Switching is easy. You can keep your phone number or bring your own phone or buy a new one. The best offer yet right now, get free month of service or a free phone plus free activation with the offer code back. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash back or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. If you're a veteran or a first responder, you'll save even more. So make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID.
So there's a confusion being introduced again. The author of all chaos uh, would like America to be confused now on what packing the courts mean. The left is now saying that what the president is doing even now is packing the court. Um, No, he's not. Packing the court means something entirely different. Here's Ben Sass on that. When they want to try to change the outcome of what courts do in the f- future by trying to change the size and competition, composition of the court, that is a bad idea that politicizes the judiciary and reduces public trust. On the other hand, depoliticizing the court looks a lot like letting courts and judges do their jobs and the Congress do our jobs. You don't like the policies in America? Great. Elect different people in the House and in the Senate and in the presidency. Fire the politicians at the next election. But voters don't have the freedom to fire the judges. Therefore, we should not view judges and we should not encourage judges or the public to view them as ultimately politicians who hide behind their robes. The antidote to judicial activism is originalism. Originalism, also known as textualism, is basically the old idea from eighth grade civics that judges don't get to make laws. Judges just apply them. An originalist comes to the court with a fundamental humility and modesty about what the job is that they're there to do. An originalist doesn't think of herself as a super legislator whose opinions will be read by angels from stone tablets in heaven. Judicial activism, on the other hand, is the bad idea that judges' black robes are just fake, and truthfully, they're wearing red or blue partisan jerseys under there. We should reject all such judges. And so today, when we have a nominee before us, we should be asking her questions that are not about trying to predetermine how certain cases will be judged. And a final term that we should be clear about, I mentioned earlier, but I think it's worth underscoring, is we should underscore what is court packing. Court packing is the idea that we should blow up our shared civics, that we should end the deliberative structure of the Senate by making it just another majoritarian body for the purposes of packing the Supreme Court. Court packing would depend on the destruction of the full debate here in the Senate, and it is a partisan suicide bombing that would end the deliberative structure of the United States Senate and make this job less interesting for all 100 of us. Not for 47 or 53, because it's hard to get to a supermajority that tries to protect the American people from 51, 49, 49, 51 swings all the time. What blowing up the filibuster would ultimately do is try to turn the Supreme Court into the ultimate super legislature. Court packing is not judicial reform, as some of you who wrote the memo over the weekend got a lot of media to bite on. Court packing is destroying the system we have now. It is not reforming the system we have now. And anybody who uses that langu- the language that implies filling legitimate vacancies is actually just another form of court packing that's playing the American people for fools. And the American people actually want a Washington, D.C. that depoliticizes more decisions, not politicizes more decisions. So, Judge, I'm glad that you're before us. I'm looking forward to hearing your opening statement uh, later today. So that's Ben Sass trying to give a lesson on civics and what the Supreme Court is. If Biden packs the court, there's a great story in the uh, Federalist, a a great opinion piece uh, that talks about what is what's up. If they pack the court, meaning when Biden, if he gets in, uh, he goes from nine judges to 12 judges and they just appoint more judges, gun rights, 
the Supreme Court and gun rights. Your gun rights will be gone. Now, think of that. You may have been for gun rights when uh, or against gun rights when they said we have to have police officers in our schools. We can't have people with guns in our schools. We can't have teachers with guns. We have to have police officers. Well, now they're saying no police officers. In fact, the union, the school teachers union in California, one of their conditions on coming back after covid is no police officers in school. So which is it going to be? Who's going to protect you if our gun rights are gone? Hmm? In my opinion, you can't have it both ways. Gee, I want to get rid of the police and no right to a gun. If they pack the court, which they will if Joe Biden wins, your gun rights will be gone. Freedom of speech. The most obvious change to free speech laws says the Federalists would come with a progressive majority on the Supreme Court. It would be overturning the 2010 5-4 Citizens United decision. In that decision, the conservative justice found, in keeping with precedent, that corporations or people pooling their resources do in fact have a right to political speech. A potential reversal of that decision would open the door to a huge array of efforts by the government to restrict the speech of citizens who unite to make it. Now, we're not talking about unions. We're talking about other citizens. More broadly, speech laws such as those that exist in New York City requiring people to use preferred pronouns, even if they don't believe that gender is uh, real, would find a much kinder hearing in the new court. Public schools and colleges will also suffer far greater restrictions than currently exist on what kind of political and cultural speech may be allowed. I will tell you that our the generation that is coming in now believes in violence violence is okay to stop certain kinds of speech that should uh, be a real warning and that free speech is not absolute that was not the way it was viewed by all other generations of americans including our founders this is dangerous and we lose the essence of who america is if you lose freedom of speech and the second amendment they keep talking about abortion will be one of the things that changes, but I don't think that that's going to happen. But it it will always be if they pack the court. Religious liberty, look at how it's being curtailed now. Imagine a packed court. And one of the big things the Federalist uh, says is going to change is election laws. You're going to have statehood for the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico. People will vote who are in the country illegally. All of these things, and of course, the Electoral College. This is the Glenn Beck Program. News on uh, Joe Biden, in case you missed it, coming up in just a second. Garrett lives in South Carolina, and thankfully for him, he's a listener to this program, because a couple of years ago, when he hurt his back lifting boxes on the job, his life took a serious turn in the wrong direction. For months afterwards, he could barely get around, let alone do his job well. And he was beginning to get desperate. And yet, when he heard me talking about Relief Factor, he was skeptical. He didn't try it for several more months. I get it, Garrett. I totally get it. I was there. When he finally did, the same thing happened to him that happened to me. He got his life back. You can get yours back, too. Get out of pain. Relief Factor, not a drug. Developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So order the three-week quick start. See if you're one of those 70%. I've been where you are. 
I have my life back. Garrett has his life back. So do hundreds of others that I've personally met. Relief Factor. I take it three times a day. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. Boy, we need your support more than ever. Please join us. Become a member of the team at blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn. I am amazed at the uh, research that went into the monologue that I did about an hour ago, uh, looking at all of the documentation that is now available at glennbeck.com. It is, it's amazing how thorough this is. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, it's something that you should grab and make sure you share with a friend. Um, it is uh, now very, very clear. You know, uh, Joe Biden's name is Joseph Biden, or uh, Robinette Biden. Joe Robinette Biden. Uh, he is... Um, He's actually junior. Generation two is uh, Robinette Biden senior and on and on to generation number six, Jesse Robinette, who was born in uh, Maryland. We have the documents to show his family tree back six generations and uh, then all of the census reports. And what's really interesting is that for the very first time, uh, we can now confirm why Joe Biden Never really has really, you know, they go back and they look at his mom, but they don't look at his dad. I wonder why. Because they're very proud of the Robinette uh, lineage because his name, his middle name is Robinette. Well, apparently the Robinettes were slave owners. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, his great, great, great grandfather owned 12 sta- uh, slaves in 1820. Five male slaves, uh, two male slaves, uh, three female slaves, one female slave, 18 uh, or 14 to 25 and a female slave age 45 plus. Um, And all of this has been done by the most respected genealogy firm uh, trusted by very famous people, celebrities, politicians, news organizations. Um, We have blacked out the name of the organization for their own safety. Uh, but they, you know, they did the work that uh, everybody always does. And uh, wow. Wow. I wonder if this makes him unfit for the left, seeing that he's not only part of this racist system, his family for generations owned slaves. Uh, and it's amazing because in the documentation that we will show you, uh, you will actually find a really, I think, heartbreaking uh, letter um on what happens to the slaves you know george washington he freed the slaves on death um because that's the only way you can do them uh the only way you could release it is on debt on death and if you didn't owe any money well joe biden's uh ancestors uh they didn't they didn't free him on death uh in fact they gladly uh split him up and gave some slaves to each of the kids it was really great um, and this was given to the kids uh, the last generation before the Civil War. So I don't know if the Robinette family uh, got rid of the slaves, you know, because of the Civil War or released them on, you know, on the on on death. Uh, could have been could have been. 
but you know it's really funny because people who lived in the north generally didn't have slaves uh but joe biden's family did which is weird uh when you look at the the letter that um uh jesse robinette uh wrote and passed the slaves onto the family i just i just want to show you um this is how much the robinette family uh thought about uh blacks uh dorcas robinette was given a slave boy named benjamin and the rob the robinette family decided his value was 450 dollars uh, but she was also given a girl named Nancy valued at four hundred and fifty dollars. So that's that's quite a I don't know if she was at prime childbearing age uh, because she's worth a lot of money compared to a compared to a, you know, a male slave. I mean, we know if they're in their prime, they're worth a lot of money. But uh, probably Nancy was, you know, good to bear children so she could just keep pumping slaves out. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, she was also given a girl named Mary and Mary was $235. So she was either probably too old to have, you know, babies or too young, really. So you'd have to feed her and keep her alive and everything else until she could really start working. And then there was a boy named Nathan. He was $600 and that all went to Dorcas Robinette. Uh, but, uh, Jano Davis, uh, and Alice, his wife were also given a boy named Bob valued at uh, $600. Yas Robinette was given a boy named Tom, $600. George Robinette was given a boy named Charles valued at $350 and a boy named Solomon valued at $250. <laughs> Man, Jesse Robinette. You know, the great, great, great grandfather of uh, Joe Bidenette or Robinette Biden. Um, he, he must not like George very much because look at Dorcas got. I mean, she got the prime pickings of the slave while George got a boy three hundred fifty dollars. That's half of the, what the boys were worth, you know, for the other kids and the boy named Solomon, two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, he's even cheaper, but he could have been cripple. Uh, and so that makes him undesirable because he couldn't work hard. So maybe that's why the Bidenette family or the Robinette family. I just keep I mean, it doesn't matter, does it? I mean, Joseph Robinette Biden. It is kind of like the Bidenettes. You know what I mean? It's his dad and his dad's dad and his dad's dad's dad uh, that owned the slave. So now Moses Robinette was given a boy named Joshua was valued at $600, and Eliza Ann Robinette was given a boy named uh, Pero, valued at $300, and then a girl uh, at $200. That was her value. So, wonder, I mean, I was curious why uh, Joseph Robinette Biden, you know, would go ahead and release all of his ancestors on his mother's side, but not on his dad's side. <laughs> but after this research was done, I realized, ah, that's why. That's why. Because if you operate now in this cancer, uh, cancel culture, um, mm, he should be canceled, shouldn't he? I mean, I don't want him canceled. I don't think any of this means anything about him. But, you know, if you're on the left... Maybe that's why maybe that's why last week he said he could stay in his basement uh, because of some black woman that was uh, stocking the shelves. 
That's probably why. I mean, if you're a leftist, that's probably why. If me, I just think he's really, really old and out of touch and doesn't uh, really have a grasp on things anymore. But it was probably the slave owner uh, blood that still courses through his veins. If you know, if you buy into the the fact that there is no forgiveness and we're all held responsible for uh, you know whatever our parents and grandparents or great 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 grandparents did, you know it's weird. It's almost like if you have just a smidge of Jewish blood in you, the Germans thought yeah, Jewish Jewish enough to go to the gas chamber. Um, so maybe, maybe that's kind of, cause you know, what's weird is the Nazis were socialists. Yeah. Yeah. See, that was, that was the right wing of the socialist communist thing over in, uh, in Europe. We don't have that here. Um, we look at, um, for instance, Richard Spencer, he's the head guy of the, uh, communists, or, I'm sorry, of the Nazis. And uh, he doesn't like the Constitution. He doesn't like this whole freedom thing. Um, and he and his white supremacists, you know, that want to kill Jews and uh, and blacks, you know, because you can't own them anymore, I guess. Uh, but, we, you know, hey, maybe the Bidenette or sorry, the Robinette family, you know, with Joe Biden, maybe they'll throw y'all back in chains. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking a question here. Uh, but it is um, it is interesting for people who, you know, buy into all of this. You know, it's in your blood. And uh, America was see, because my my relatives, uh, they fought on the they fought on the union side, which is weird because some of uh, the Robinettes fought on the Union side as well because they were Northerners, but they were slave owners. So they must have just saw the Civil War as, you know, something about breaking up the Union, that you didn't want to break up the Union, which again is weird because Joe Biden is currently wargaming with his people about secession uh, so he apparently doesn't have a problem with secession, uh, cause that's going to be brought up after the election. If there's any kind of monkey business going on with the, with the vote, <laughs> which is weird as well, because, um, according to their own documents, uh, they're trying to recreate the conditions of 1867, where there was all kinds of voting irregularities and nobody could decide on what was going on. And so the, the Democrats uh, used that uh, to negotiate because they didn't win. But they said, hey, we're not going to go with this president. You know, we won't we won't abide by that. We'll secede. And, you know, everybody wanted to keep the union together because it was only 10 years after the civil war so um so he, they wanted you know they wanted to negotiate a deal and so the democrats negotiated uh to get rid of reconstruction uh and get rid of all of the uh, federal troops down in the south you know so they could start their own their own police force you know community police force people who got it people that uh you know like the clan uh and so they could uh take care of that without the without the feds there and uh and then they passed all the jim crow laws so they got those 
going for me. It's weird, right? Right? That Joe Biden is, uh, in his, in their own writings, his campaign are trying to do the same thing the Democrats did to, man, maybe they will put you all in chains. Because Joe's never been asked to address this. Of course, nobody's known. This is an exclusive story. We're breaking this news today. Maybe he doesn't even know how guilty he is. Somebody should ask him. Don't you think? Well, it'd be hard because, well, the press is not going to report on this. But you know what you should do? Yeah, you should take this. I'm going to make this monologue available at glenbeck.com. We'll also put it on YouTube. You should... You should spread this with your friends because we don't need the mainstream media anymore, right? Right? We can just spread this on YouTube and uh, Twitter uh, and uh, and Facebook because I'm sure. Well, no, 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 nope, nope. Those who say now they are are fighting for the Constitution that are Biden supporters are also against freedom of speech. Well, this is a confusing election. I don't know. I just know. Well, let me just say this. You can never predict what a person is going to do when they get into office. You can never. You can take them at their word. Sure. But what you can really know is the history of a person. And Joe Biden, you know, he worked for segregationists. I mean, he's just he loves those guys. He loves those guys. And uh, and he also passed <laughs> That really bad bill, you know, uh, years and years ago uh, that, that now he seemingly is against. But it was the crime bill that, uh, boy, he said some racist things there. I don't know. Maybe it's the Robinette part of him coming out. But uh, you should ask that question. Maybe you should see if you could get uh, Biden's a slave owner uh, trending. Yeah, it might be a hashtag. You can find all that information uh, now, right now, at glenbeck.com. Share it with a friend, will you? Now, of course, I don't think that any of that makes any difference, but I'm a constitutionalist and I don't believe in collective salvation. So, <laughs> what do I know? I'm dangerous. Norton, when you want a do- job done right, you make sure you have the box full of the right tools, right? <laughs> Which makes me think I actually hung a picture with a uh, a little mini sledgehammer because we couldn't find our hammer. But anyway, uh, the scientific name for that little box is called a toolbox, they tell me. So why am I telling you about this? Because the toolbox that you need uh, to protect yourself against cyber criminals is Norton 360. It's a toolbox full of everything you're going to need, and you can add tools to the toolbox. On top of the real-time protection tools that keep your personal information safe when you're on Wi-Fi, you get a VPN with bank-grade encryption. Probably the, that alone is worth the money. Norton 360 offers also a safe cam, which will notify you if somebody's hacking into your uh, system and is attempting to activate your webcam to watch you. When it comes to Wi-Fi security, Norton 360 really has you covered. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. So get up to 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Save 50%. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Thank you. 
Yeah, the faith community in New York is now fighting back against uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, for his continued effort to restrict religious services during the coronavirus pandemic, despite a federal judge telling him not to. The uh, Thomas More Society filed an emergency amended complaint and motion for temporary restraining order on Friday in the U.S. Uh, District Court for Northern District of New York on behalf of two Catholic priests, two uh, Catholic school students and four Orthodox Jewish individuals. Uh, you know, last week, uh, Cuomo had the evidence of these mass gatherings. Unfortunately, they were taken uh, over 10 years ago. Um, but, you know, that's I mean, <laughs> let's not confuse evidence with the facts. Um, now, th- he's doing it because, he, you know, he says that this is what you know we're following the science. Unfortunately, uh, those who want to continue this lockdown, the WHO, you know, the one that Donald Trump doesn't like, but you love because Donald Trump doesn't like it. The WHO just came out and said, uh, we in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as the primary means of controlling the virus. Now, this is Dr. David Nabarro. Uh, He said the only time we believe in a lockdown and it's justified is to buy time to reorganize regroup rebalance your resources and protect the health workers who are exhausted but by and large we'd rather no lockdowns uh so gosh if you're following the science uh, why would new york be locking things down why is california still locking things down again it's the who who you guys love because donald trump hates them hmm what to do is the glenn beck 